Hello, and welcome to this episode, the latest episode of the High Ground Podcast. Um, it's been a weird week for Star Wars. There's been some odd toxicity and stuff, so uh, I'm happy to talk about a real wholesome project <laughs> and, and just have a lot of fun. We're going to be diving deep into the world of uh, Star Wars Legos, which is so beloved um, that, yeah, I'm excited to talk to these guys, but we're doing that right here on the High Ground. Hello, welcome to the high ground. I am uh, happy to have everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's start by introducing ourselves. Was how kind of go around the room, have everyone say, uh, you know, who you are, where we can find you, and we're gonna keep it simple. Just say, why is Star Wars so special? Uh, I I'll start with Matt. Which, by the way, I I, I caught you know one of Matt's streams. I was kind of busy <laughs> recently. The dude just danced for like hours. <laughs> I did. I did. So uh, you can find me on TikTok. My name is Matt Mellish. Um, that's primarily where I create content, but I'm also on YouTube. I've been doing some more stuff on Instagram. Um, but I also on TikTok, I, I create Lego Star Wars content and some other Lego stuff, including Marvel, Pirates of the Caribbean, whatnot. But I do this daily dance. It's called the Matt Dance. And I've been doing it every single day until it goes viral. And gosh darn it, it'll go viral one day. But we just hit day 365. So we hit one full year of doing the dance every day. So on a stream on day 365, I did the mat dance 365 times in a row. And I saw you in there, Chaco. It was great <laughs> to see you in there. Um, we were having a ball. There was somehow like 800 people at most all at once. It was absurd. But it went up really quick and then it went down really quick. But it was just cool to have a ton of the people from my audience in there and to have that big of a live stream. I've never had that happen before. But Star Wars is so special to me uh, because it's what I grew up with. It what, it's what keeps me happy and keeps me sane. It's a great way for me to escape uh, the daily grind of life and... It's what I would hope to someday do, well, this whole Lego content creation stuff full time because I love it so much. And it it brings me together with so many awesome people like like you guys, for, for example. Like, I, I couldn't be happier to be in this community, even if sometimes, like Chaco said in the beginning, it can be a little toxic. But we try to stay <laughs> on the more wholesome side and keep it real fun and fresh. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And like... And always your your energy, um, <laughs> and we'll come back to it much later. But uh, okay. he had a, a Lego Octo that we're we're gonna talk. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Yes. Um, uh, how about you, uh, Opie One? Before I go, Matt, you were asked this quite a bit about the Matt dance. What oh defines boy. viral for you? Okay. Because everybody has a different impression, so let's get it out there. Of course, of course. So I, I guess, you know, to me, viral is really like a million views on one day of the dance. Because the hashtag, the hashtag is doing great, but it's the same people who are viewing the hashtag. That's why you see as many views on the hashtag. But if I got one day of doing the dance to hit a million, that would be amazing. Earlier on, I had some stricter guidelines. I was like, It'd be really cool to get it like on the trending page. But I honestly, I feel like if more people would do the dance, 
I feel like it it could reach a level with as many people that consistently view it where it genuinely could get to that point and go truly viral. But to me, you know, I'm I'm setting my expectations reasonable. Like a million views would be great. I think that would give it enough of a chance for it to reach a viral point. No, good to know. Thank Thanks you. for asking, Opie. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. So yeah, I am Opie One uh, or Liam. Um, predominantly on TikTok, very much like Matt, but nowhere near the size of Matt on TikTok. Um, spread across Instagram. Have a really good following on there now, uh, which was initially there just to support my TikTok, but has kind of grown its own uh, arms and legs and became its own thing there. And <laughs> here on YouTube too, and started kind of my own stream in this world, kind of this sort of thing. So yeah, just finding my way through all of this. Uh, different kind of content on different things, very much Lego, uh, very much even Lego Star Wars, as you can see behind me. Um, but yeah, the, the YouTube stream offers me an opportunity to talk about a little bit more because TikTok doesn't like it when you start about, start talking about things that you don't usually talk about. Um, so YouTube gives me the opportunity to do that. As for why I love Star Wars so much, a bit like Matt said there, I can't remember a time when I hadn't seen Star Wars. I can always remember, and I grew up with the original trilogy. I was 14-year-old when The Phantom Menace came out. And it just gives us it gives us a perception of something very different in a very different world where our rules of physics and our understanding of how things work are very different. So it's just, and I think as I grown older, that perception has also changed as well. It's allowed me to think about how politics work and kind of how they work in star Wars. And yeah, it's, it just, it, it's a great lens to look at kind of, look outside of life but also reflect on actual life too awesome beautiful. I love it. <laughs> and uh last but not least uh we have the original guest <laughs> jay kevin parker who's on the very first episode of the podcast so he has a special place in my heart but um and i didn't act too badly i'm back so. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. but yeah yeah who are you? Where can we find you? And why Star Wars Special? Well, I'm a guy in a basement uh, broadcasting. And I uh, am just, I, I'm a dad. I have five kids. They're uh, of various ages. Um, I love Star Wars. They all love Star Wars. We're also into Marvel and other, you know, nerdy stuff. And uh, just, you know, trying to be good humans. So that's sometimes some of my topics. But I try to use these stories. That's why my podcast or my my uh, YouTube channel rather is called Epic Worldview because we're using these stories to try to talk about how to improve our own worldview. I've been into Legos since way before they ever licensed IP with anything like mm -hmm. Star Wars. And we had to make our own X-Wings and Enterprises and things like that back in the you know 80s. So uh, it was uh, just the coolest thing ever when they started making Star Wars Legos. And I uh, have been collecting them for my kids ever since. Uh, <laughs> most of these sets I bought for my own kids. And two of them are in college and they don't, you know, can't carry them there. Although I carried all my Legos to college because I'm a true Lego fan. But <laughs> anyway, I, I still have bricks from the 70s, like from when I was a, a little kid. So. Yeah, I'm through the dark times. No, it's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's interesting though because in in those times, like 
in order to get more Star Wars content, you had to make it yourself. And that's just part of like what makes building this stuff so special is you grow up getting to tell your own stories. Um, but I, I, I love that, especially that's something that you did with uh, with your family and kind of carry it forward. Oh, and I'm on uh, TikTok and everywhere. My link tree is linktree slash J. Kevin Parker. You can find all my relevant links there, including my merch store with certain cups and t-shirts so, Ooh, fragile mug. So. um and we have <laughs> we also have some people in the chat um camilla says the hope star wars brings means everything to me um camilla also has a podcast uh called beings of the, of the galaxy and it is Awesome. Uh, you may you may hear uh, my my voice on it. Uh, Boomerang, Boomerang Boy Saka says, first movie I watched with my father. Always be special to me." Um, Norris Nerds. I'm new to Star Wars, post Mando fan, but Star Wars is special to me so far because of the deep lore that's out there to learn. Um, we have uh, Ace, uh, who's always logged into someone else's account <laughs> i've always i've always liked superheroes and, and space and cool planets and all that stuff but other than that i don't really know which is also okay um uh, let's see we have beth in here stars is special for so many reasons but i think the thematic elements of found family uh what home means and how anyone can make a difference hit the hardest for me Woo, that's deep deep stuff it is it is deep and that's one of the things i love about the uh like the, the found family aspect is because i mean a lot of us have come together and like even over tiktok over star wars tiktok this past year and uh and just become close friends you know like i, I talked to uh i met cal in the uh cal four who's in the chat now met him in the chat on another podcast and now, <laughs> now we're, we're great friends and no it's, it's just um it's just awesome um and so that's that's also where it is for me is whenever there has been tough times it's it's a weird it's a it's a comfort blanket that you can wrap yourself in and even the moments in my life where i wasn't into star wars i still used it for that mm -hmm. I remember in like 2012, I had a, a like a, a, a breakup, and I just poured all my time into <laughs> the, old, <laughs> the old Republic, um, and it just you know it just felt good, you know. <laughs> um, totally. Let's let's see. We have uh, Saint Pat uh, growing up away from you know actual brother Star Wars was a point of bonding for me and my older cousin, who is now more like my brother. Um, ooh, this is I knew this was going to be a wholesome podcast, but damn, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> our grandparents introduced Star Wars to our parents, and it's passed on to us now. It's our turn to show them, uh, Star Wars to the next generation, and so on. And that's why we need to, we need to keep it going. We have DePaul here dropping love, conspiracy cantina, ooh. always check them out. Um, yeah, ooh, that was that was deep. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it could be as surface level as you want too. Like if it's just the cool ships and lightsabers and X-Wings, like that's awesome as well. But like you can be as deep as you want with it. And that's, that's what I love about it too. Yeah. 
but came for the lightsabers, stayed for the hope. <laughs> exactly. They're beautifully said. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, jumping into the, the Lego world, what, what actually got you guys into Legos? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Opie one first. Oh, so um, good question. Again, a bit like Star Wars. I can't, I can't remember a time when I didn't have Lego. And a bit like Kevin, it, long before they introduced uh, the license stuff. So kind of grew up making my own. Um, but then, as I say, I was 14 when Phantom Menace came out, which was then when the license and stuff came out. So you know, building, playing with Lego in 1999 as a 14-year-old, 15-year-old wasn't kind of a high priority. However, my brother was born in 2000, so I got to kind of relive it with him a little bit. Uh, we built a lot of the kind of the original 2000 stuff, and then again, he kind of hit that age where he got rid of it and moved it on, and I'm kind of sat there thinking, like, you know, my dream is to own my own home, have a dedicated house that a dedicated room in my house that is to Star Wars and whatever that may be. Then obviously COVID hit last year and I moved into this house kind of a couple of years ago. We had a holiday cancelled. It was quite a nice holiday. It was the one after our honeymoon. So it was that kind of last holiday before we looked to start mm -hmm. a family. Mm -hmm. Had a bit of kind of disposable income and just thought, do you know what? I'm going to the, the two things for me, I'm actually a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Lego fan, um, but Lego is the franchise that I choose to kind of articulate my fandom in. Um, you, some people go for Black Series, some people go for cosplay, and there's kind of endless amounts. For me, it brings back to, you know, that buildable, it's that interactive feature of it, and then mm -hmm. kind of per perceiving what, you know, was going to be ahead and nobody ever really knew what was going to be ahead through COVID, but it's a, it is a form of meditation. It's a form of separation. And like, she won't even kill me for saying this, but my wife, you know, she, she worked before all of this, she worked away quite a bit. So she'd go away like a couple of days a week, every week, pretty much. So I always had that kind of, we had this great dynamic where we, we lived together, but we had that time apart and that separation. Then we were thrust in a lockdown here in the UK where there was literally nowhere to go and nothing to do. So again, Lego gave me an opportunity get to have that degree of separation and have my own thing within my own space. Um, and then all of this happened. So I did have a couple of bits before all of this, but then I kind of now have all of this and then TikTok became a thing and... Mm -hmm. Now I'm friends with Matt Mellish. <laughs> Glad to be friends with you, Opie. You're a good dude. Cheers. <laughs> it, uh, I don't know, like COVID is funny in a lot of ways because uh, one of the things that happened is a lot of us ended up having extra income because we weren't going out and spending yes. money and like doing yes. stuff. And we're like, oh, I'm going to buy the stuff I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think we're all a little stranger, a little nerdier, but uh, probably better people for it. Um, real quick before uh, hanging over to, to, to J.K.F., I just wanted to bring up some more people in the chat because it's, it's just it's beautiful. Um, Declan talks about uh, his most comforting Star Wars scene is in Episode 8 with Yoda and Luke. Beautiful scene. Um, not a lot of filmmakers could do that part as beautifully as Johnson did. It I really it. was a... a yeah, a beautiful scene. Um, wholesomeness levels, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Edwin uh, Howell 
uh, Star Wars is so special to me because even though um, my brother and I don't talk a lot, uh, Star Wars has always been a bonding thing for us. He's 21 and I'm 18, but we still joke about the, the film's cringe prequel lines, <laughs> which is funny because uh, similar to, to me and my sister, my sister is older than me. She was always, you know, a, a tomboy. Um, and but we would play Legos together a lot. And my uncle Tim is two years older than her and who lived with us as well. And yeah, yeah, we use that for bonding. Uh, Brooke says, I have an emotion reaction to literally almost anything in Star Wars. Cried about a gonk droid on Twitch last night. <laughs> gonk droids are what beautiful. <laughs> what happened to the gonk droid? It's powerful. <laughs> And I can imagine if Lego did Star Wars Vision sets, or people make oh. custom minifigs. That's what. That's what I. That's what I. I need us to get to because um, I need a little Lego lop. Um, and like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. The Lego of the twins for sure. Uh, I have Ace in the chat who uh, uh, who got into Legos with. Um, where did it go? Was, my sister's always got the Lego uh, friend set, so on his fifth birthday, he got a Captain America Civil War Lego set, and hasn't gone back. You should have went with friends, man. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, that uh, that Vision set sounds fantastic, and it would be the perfect CMF series. Mm. Although we don't know anything about Visions. It, like Lego Star Wars fans are craving for a CMF series, and today we got the Marvel What If polybags released. That would be the perfect thing to do it. Oh, there's Matt flexing. He's Sorry, queuing up I just Walmart this morning. I just got a got a flex here. So CMF stands for collectible minifigure, um, and the Marvel ones just came out today, and I got a whole box because why not? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, I love it. Um, Cal in the chat, my most emotional aspect of Star Wars, aside from anything with Carrie Fisher, has been the classic found family theme that has actually even spread to this community. Y'all seriously make Star Wars great, yeah. And I've, I mean, y'all, y'all do for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry to go off on, on a tangent, this is it was just so beautiful. Oh, no, yes, yeah. I, I just had to. Uh, Jacob, how, how about you? I mean. Another one from the before times, but if you had Lego sets, you know, early 80s, what was that like? So uh, there were, of course, the town sets. There were like the castle sets. Um, I didn't have any of those, but I you know, played with other kids that had some of those. Uh, as soon as the space sets started becoming a thing. So like if you've seen the Lego movie and who hasn't, especially in this group, uh, you know, Benny with the spaceship, spaceship, spaceship and the broken thing or whatever. I've got hundreds and hundreds of those minifigures of all different colors and just like almost every space set that they created I think over time I ended up getting there were a few that I, were a little bit out of our price range but like and then they had like space police set versus you know space bandits and there are all kinds of fun uh sets so like that was kind of like my Star Wars and Star Trek so I would take some of those parts from the spaceships and make you know stuff from the fandoms that I wanted to be in but uh then started getting into some of the like technique stuff uh, and like actually building things with moving parts and 
you know, lights and they had wires back then. There was no like Bluetooth or whatever. So uh, <laughs> some of that was fun, but mostly just, I've always been like a sci-fi guy. So that's where we kind of stuck uh, with those Legos. So that's why we have so many Star Wars ones now. Nice. And, and, and so and that's what uh, you kind of spoke more about what what you had, but like what was the driving force? I guess uh, I, I'm I super curious about everything and I've always pulled things apart and put things back together. So my parents thought, well, this will save us a toaster and a, you know, this and that and the other. Let's let's not let him take those apart. Let's give him some things that are designed for that. <laughs> uh, so I've always been very engineering uh, in, in terms of the stuff that I do. And so it's just so fun for me to put things together and you know a lot of people complain that oh people only put together sets and then they don't use their imagination i like the sets because of what the sets are but i also i mean we have thousands of lego bricks that are just in tubs in my basement that my kids just will pour out a pile and we'll have a contest and we'll just build stuff so i that's part of their education as far as i'm concerned like we're making sure that's part of it i just i i love the tactile sort of exploration and coming up with new ways of doing things. And every time a new part came out, I thought there are a million ways I could use this part because there, <laughs> there weren't that many different parts back in the day. Right. So every time something new, it was really cool. Awesome. So I love it. My parents just kept buying that. It was that and Nintendo games and that made Christmas uh, a little easier for them to shop for. <laughs> so. Awesome. And uh, yeah. How about you, Matt? Oh, so let's go back, back. Um, so I got into Lego when I was around eight years old. Um, I had mentioned this cause I was on Chaka's podcast before and I talked about how I grew up with star Wars. I, in the beginning was actually not into star Wars at all. I hated star Wars. Um, kids would play it on the <laughs> playground all the time and they would make me R2D2 because R2D2 <laughs> apparently did, did nothing. This was re before revenge of the Sith actually came out and then he turned into you know, the guy that, or the droid that um, puts an oil slick on super battle droids and lights them on fire and does crazy stuff. But um, I didn't know like anything about Star Wars back then. And I didn't want to learn about it because it was the jerks in class that bullied me who loved mm. it. And then I watched it once and I was so curious because of it. Like, why is R2D2 talking in beeps? How can C3PO understand it? Why are we not understanding what R2D2 is saying? Like, I didn't get it as a kid. And then my mom explained it to me. And I fell in love with it as a story. And just, it's a work of art, really, when you look at it and you take a step back. Because you see how incredible and hopeful, like we've talked about, how it, it just, I don't know, you can connect to it in a weird way like nothing else. Um mm. I love Marvel, but Star Wars is the thing that I keep going back to. So at my birthday party, my eight-year-old birthday party, I got my first Lego set. It was the 2005 ATRT, And this was when Revenge of the Sith just came out, and I loved it. Same birthday party, I also got a Star Wars action figure for the first time. It was a clone trooper, just a plain white clone <laughs> trooper. And I, I then wanted like the clone turbo tank, which was 100 bucks at the time. And I was able to save up and buy that. Then I got an Imperial Star Destroyer and I just kept going and going and going and going. Um, I had some dark periods of my life where nobody really knew that I liked Star Wars and Lego and all that. 
and I had a girlfriend over and she was like, what is this? You didn't tell me about this. <laughs> this is interesting. I'm like, yeah, I really wanted to show you, but, uh. <laughs> but you know, if people are going to judge you for that, it's, they're not worth your time anyway. So don't let them ruin your happiness or take away your joy. Um, I was just afraid of joy or I was afraid of judgment, not joy. I was afraid of judgment because I was afraid to share that joy that I had with other things because I thought that I would be uh, kind of ostracized. That's how I grew up in middle school. But then I went to high school and it was this whole open world and I felt a great connection with this stuff. So I started introducing it to people slowly. I did theater. I had a couple theater friends over showed them it we became close friends because of lego and star wars because oh it's that thing that you never talk about but we all do it at home anyways and somehow we all figured out <laughs> that we like the same like building toy uh then i went off to college and i didn't build or buy a whole lot because well I, i'm in college and i'm saving money for college and i'm working four jobs and going to you know six classes a day it was insane i worked so much throughout college and I bought like two Lego sets, but then after college ended, COVID hit. Well, as college was ending for me, COVID hit and I downloaded TikTok and I was originally going to make an art TikTok because I majored in graphic design and marketing and I posted a couple art videos. They didn't do too well. Spoiler alert. And <laughs> I posted one Lego video and it was a Lego work of art that I had made because I make a lot of mocks, not as many as I would like to. And mock stands for my own creation, for those of you who don't know out there, who are new to the Lego community. Um, and I posted one video with one of my Lego creations, and it got 40,000 views. I'm like, okay, this is much larger than the other videos that I have done before. This is, this is a big audience, I guess. So then I made another video with my Lego Death Star, and that got 50,000 views. I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to do the Lego TikTok stuff now. So... I got back into it through TikTok and meeting a lot of people there that kept me inspired to keep creating and building. The passion never went away. It was the time that kind of held me back from it. And now I, I have so much fun doing it on a daily basis because I get to share it with other people online and they get, I get to see their stuff and they get to share that with me, whether it's in the comment section or they're making videos as well. And it's just such a great community as a whole. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have, uh, Aiden talks Star Wars topics as the first set I remember building was the Revenge of the Sith, uh, clone battle pack. And yeah, there's just awesome times. Cal 4 is a lot like you <laughs> taking apart things and Legos is the best way to get past that. Um, and yeah, obviously, um, Legos needs, needs clink the droid. Uh, Cause it's just like. <laughs> a little toddler just uh, <laughs> I, I, around. Love, <laughs> I love clink so much um yeah and so i was going to talk about legos then for us now but i feel like we we actually mostly got through that at least in, in my experience as well because i i grew up with with legos and um you know it was it was all my own creations as well because this was prior to you know the days you know where you would have to uh, just get you know uh, a red antenna and that was that was your character's lightsaber and i was obsessed with uh i would buy a lot of like lego boats 
because those pieces are great for turning into to starships and stuff, you know? Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do a quick lightning round though, because uh, something Jake kind of said kind of um, made me think, you know, you talked about your, your mocks and then internally I started thinking it's my creation is it real <laughs> um and then when my mind came back from that <laughs> i remember it because now we have all these amazing sets where you can get these characters but at the same time um there's a you know your own creations and there's the thoughts of like well back in the old days then you were forced to use your imagination um so quick lightning round uh Started with Opie last time, so Jake, have where, where do you stand on the uh, Mox versus uh, uh, versus the pre-made sets? It's totally up to the individual person. I don't think anyone is better than the other. I really like the Star Wars sets because I just I'm into Star Wars, but I also, like I said, my kids and I will build things just for fun. Um, you know, like when that whole fidget spinner craze hit, I wasn't about to spend a dollar on a fidget spinner they made them out of Legos and then they were done with that phase. And then we didn't have any more fidget spinners because we used <laughs> those parts for other things. So like we just would come up with like fun and cool things, but it just, it depends on what you want to do at the moment. I, I do both. Awesome. Love it, Matt. Well, Lego is like Opie said, my outlet for being a star Wars fan as well. So I clearly have a lot of star Wars Lego behind me. Um, I absolutely love it. It's where I started and I'm still buying sets I think it's just so cool to have that miniature factor. It's like a, a guy who sits in his garage building trains all day, except he's making cool spaceships instead. Like whatever. And like, I've done the trains uh, too. There you go. <laughs> Legos are so much more fun. <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame. My uncle actually used to do miniature trains in his garage, but he lives in North Carolina. So I didn't really get to see a whole lot of it, but I thought it was so cool back in the day, just the miniature aspect of it. But I, I think it's whatever you like as well. Just like uh, Jay Kevin Parker said, like you do whatever makes you happy. If you like buying sets, I do a mix quite frankly, because I'll build something in a set and I'm like, Hmm, this would go really well with like a backdrop. And then I made like an Octu mountain to go with my millennium Falcon. Like sometimes the sets inspire different things. Some people take apart the sets and just build something completely different. And it's completely up to your own creativity because you can kind of choose your own adventure in that sense. I do think that Lego has changed a lot. Looking back, even to my childhood, there was a lot more imagination that was involved with it. And nowadays with the printing on the figures, they're, they're much more action figure esque and less Lego. And I keep struggling with it because you have to find that balance between something that you know is Lego versus something that you look at, especially to a non-Lego fan. They're like, what is this? Is this is this an action figure playset? Is this something else? And I think like as a mock builder, people try to strike a balance between that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick, I got to shout out my boy uh, Andrew's visual. I don't know if you guys follow him on TikTok. There's a lot of Marvel content and... Uh, um, yeah, just an awesome dude. Uh, just got a new Star Wars tattoo, if I recall correctly. So, shout out. Uh, how about, how about you, Opie? Where do you stand on? Yeah, I think the two complement each other so well. 
um, whether you just take the bricks and build something from scratch, whether you take something. So for me, I have the Mos Eisley Cantina kind of tucked away in that corner. Ideally, I want to make a living, breathing Mos Eisley table. Lego doesn't kind of make that. and It will be that incorporation of a, a build into that. Uh, but also, like Lego are not the best at designing their own sets structurally and like things don't work so there is a whole kind of community out there uh, especially when new sets release where everybody's kind of sharing their modifications not their not so much the mocks but how how can i make this set better and i love that as well uh, and right now there are a lot of modifications for anything that's coming out so uh so yeah i think the two absolutely go hand in hand together and i think going all the way back to the beginning that's why lego was kind of my outlet rather than a kind of an action figure that you pick up probably don't open don't take out the box stick on a wall and leave it there it's it's that interactive feature that you get with it yeah i i uh i used to be in a call center and there was downtime and so i would actually build legos uh in between or during some calls when uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're really you know they're really really slow but um, no, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat as you guys, like, had had these sets been around when I was young, like, yeah, that's all I would have bought, you know, but I also love how, um, you know, California is talking about um, making other creations, like the Ebon Hawk, you know, there's a lot of other stuff, like, we have these amazing ships, but if you want the, specifically want the outrider you'll probably need to start with a millennium falcon set and start modifying it and it's mm -hmm. yeah both of these both of them are, are awesome ways to go um okay now i gotta i gotta ask well we're gonna briefly step away from the blocks uh because lego has expanded its portfolio <laughs> so to speak <laughs> so i'm curious where you guys have on the um past lego games and movies right we had uh star wars holiday special last year um and there's been countless games now truthfully i have never played a lego star wars game i have actually i've never played a lego game i played lego um pirates of the caribbean for two hours in 2014 um you're really missing out bro <laughs> oh well i that's that's what i want to hear uh <laughs> uh we'll go to to matt first what sure you think the, the past stuff so my first lego game was the original lego game well the original like full scale lego game not something like just online or anything from at least what my recollection of it is which was the or at least the themed lego games we'll put it that way the original Lego Star Wars video game for the Game Boy Advanced SP. Because <laughs> that was what I grew up with. And I got the Game Boy to play that game because I saw the ad in the back of my very first Lego set. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I have to play this. This is awesome. And did I not realize, I don't know how, but the graphics are different on the PS2 versus the Game Boy. <laughs> and it's like a completely different <laughs> game. So then I had to get a PS2 so I could play it for real, for real. And literally, like, I upgraded my game system based on LEGO games. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, now it's just Star Wars games in general. 
Um, but I fell in love with them because they're so simple, yet they make you think in this different puzzle solving way. And they're just, they're just fun. Like there's nothing super serious about it, but you could be playing it for hours and lose track of time. And you're always wanting to get to the end where you can unlock the special level or whatever. And I don't know. I know people who have never seen Star Wars who have played through the Lego Star Wars games and who know Star Wars literally through that still <laughs> and have never seen the films. It's crazy. But I think that opened up such a broad horizon for Lego games in general because everybody thought way back then that, oh, this is just like a promo for Revenge of the Sith when it came out. And it was, but everybody played it and it was awesome. And so they kept making more and more Lego games. And now we've gotten to the point where it's like, so detailed that it looks close to the same, um, I guess, <laughs> play functions as Star Wars Battlefront with like <laughs> rolling and dodging bullets and being able to <laughs> shoot. And it's like almost in third person. It's just so cool to see how far it's come and how detailed it is from the cheesiness that was way back then. But they still hold the core to it even now with the new Complete Saga coming out. Yeah. Uh, how about you, uh, Opie? Never seen a Lego film and never played a Lego game. Oh, Opie. <laughs> <laughs> so to elaborate a little bit, just everything you said there is, is very true, Matt, but it just I'm in that weird void of an age where I don't have kids to have dragged me into it and to yeah. have played it with them. But also when all those things were happening, I thought I was too old for it. And that's all it was. And it's just, I've, it, mm -hmm. I was never, I was dragged back into Lego because it offered me something else. Sure. And gaming is, although I I do game and I've always gamed, it's very, I've always been very selective in that I only ever have like two or three games at a time. Um, so I've just never kind of been pulled into them. Um, so yeah, confession time. You're, you're not too old for them, <laughs> I promise. If you think no, you're no. too old for them. <laughs> definitely, no it's it definitely not it's just that it's that catalyst to bring me back in and i do see you know we are long overdue the next lego star wars game and i will no doubt get that um when you know i probably will be too old by the time they actually release it but, uh, <laughs> like i'll have arthritis in my fingers but uh, but yeah i think i'll definitely jump on that and it's ideal because it's like the complete saga mm -hmm. um so Great time to jump in, but yeah, never, awesome. never found, never got that. <laughs> um, I, I got the nerd Connor in the chat asking if you're a, a Jordy. No, I'm not. <laughs> and he, Connor, will, nerd Connor He's... will know that that's a, he will know where I'm from because I will say that's offensive to me. So okay. uh, I was like, he says with disdain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, uh, and I, I know, I know, I kind of did differentiate, you know, uh, the past Lego games and movies from upcoming, uh, but I mean, we we may as well just go ahead and mix them together. And um, you know, Opie, I I would still, you know, love for you to, to watch the Lego Holiday Special because it was just a fun time. Um, but uh, I I feel the same as you where. I was in that, I, I feel like we're probably the same age, to be quite honest. Um, uh, but I was like too old where I was like, no, I'm too cool. I can't, 
that's for babies. Uh, I'm just out here like getting money and women, you know. <laughs> no Chaco, gee and whiz. Then, <laughs> no, and then and then you're like, uh, how come we're not happy? Oh, I'm not doing things that make me happy. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it's just it's just uh, funny. You know, we also have that that upcoming um, Halloween one that I really don't know much about, but it looks. I mean, I'll, I'll for sure be watching it. Um, how do you feel about it, uh, Jacob? My family had the very first. I, I'm pretty sure it was the first edition of the Lego Star Wars, you know, original saga. Uh, game and it for PC and uh, you know I had played like you know Kotor and some of the other uh, older games we're talking like 20 years old now some of these games um, but then you know I was an adult and just starting to have kids and so I just didn't have time and money to spend on gaming so I kind of got out of it Lego Star Wars got me back into gaming and that's almost the only thing I care about now in terms of gaming. Like I don't even have a system that can play Battlefront 2 and all these other things that I want to play. I will eventually, as soon as I upgrade systems, it's going to be, you know, one that can handle all that stuff. But this Lego Star Wars complete saga is driving me nuts that it's like two years late or something like that. <laughs> and so at least, and I, I, you know, I want to get it. Now we had the complete saga when it was, you know, one through six. Now it's the Star Wars saga, uh, the Skywalker saga, right? Like all of them. Uh, but, you know, we've also got like a Lego Batman game. We've got Lego Indiana Jones. We've got Lego Harry Potter, I'm pretty sure, game. There's uh, uh, Avengers. Now, some of these I lost patience with because some of the challenges, uh, just I, I just didn't care to sit there and figure them out. But the Lego Star Wars one, like I learned like the back of my hand. And each time I got a new system, like I had the iPhone version because... I wanted to play it while I was sitting on the bus and the train going to work and back. It was a lot more fun than, uh, of course, I also played Minecraft. And I would hear kids like, oh, that old guy's playing Minecraft. Like, whatever, kid. Um, so if I was a kid and I saw you play Minecraft, I would say you're awesome. Like, <laughs> that's because you're awesome. But there you go. <laughs> Minecraft is computer Legos. Though. Let's, let's well, exactly. Let's that's why there's such a good overlap. We actually have some <laughs> Minecraft Legos. But uh yeah, so that game, uh, you know, those different games are so much fun. And then the special, you know, place where you can go, like the special stage, that's all the old plain Legos with the swings and the, you know, city and all that stuff. And then you can blow it up in a walker, you know what I mean? Like in one of the chicken walkers. I, I love the, that whole everything. It's so much fun because then I'm done playing Legos and I can just turn off the power and I don't have to clean them up. So there's that. <laughs> it's, no, it's so I, much fun. It's like it's so much nostalgia for me, just from being a kid who grew up with Legos, but also just the story is fun. Like I think Lego Star Wars captures the spirit of Star Wars better than maybe most games do, because it's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like there are jokes all along. There always have been. Now the original games didn't have any actual spoken words. It was like, mm, 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 mm. like all they could do was grunt. <laughs> Uh, because of the, the limitations, right? But uh, now, you know, they've advanced to the point where they have whole dialogues and, like, actual movie scenes. And I just think it's awesome. If if I had made that plain. I, I love Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Games and everything. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I'm excited to jump into the game. Because, A, it looks like they did a lot of stuff with this Skywalker saga as far as upgrading um, gameplay and movesets and all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, 
to what Matt said, I, I've met so many people who got into lore because of it, where I thought I was literally like, I've had a Captain Panaka action figure. I've had it for like 12 years because I saw it once. I was like, I will never find this again. And there's, there was more than one black person in space. <laughs> At the at the time, it was pretty limited, and then now, like, I'll do a post, and then people are like, "Oh yeah, I know him from the Lego game. I call him Captain Pancakes." <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'll add too is, even though I had grown up with Star Wars, when I played the Lego Star Wars game, you're forced into every hallway, and it's pretty freaking screen accurate in terms of where everything is. And there are things I just didn't realize were in the movie that I just either didn't pay attention to or didn't seem important. And it's not really that important, but I know them way better now, the actual films, because of the Star Wars games. And I think some people, uh, especially when this next one comes out and people start to play it and they play the you know sequel trilogy part of it, they're going to actually understand the stories better. And I think some of that whole, like, you know, people completely misunderstanding things because they didn't pay attention might start to evaporate, at least among people who play this game. I really actually think that's going to help the franchise quite a bit. It's crazy. Yeah. I also saw, I don't know how valid it is anymore, but in an interview, the gaming company, TT Games, that does these Lego games, they even said that they're trying to beef up the story of Finn in the <laughs> Rise of Skywalker uh, for this Lego game. They had said that like months ago and I'm sure things have changed because I mean, it's been two years in the making, um, which by the way, I will say also a lot of people are upset with that as am I, but I'd rather them put out the best game that they could possibly put out for this release rather than like a half baked game that is just I'm barely with you on that. done. Yeah. yeah. I hope I there'll be more with there. Carrie Fisher's character as well. Right. Like uh, with, with, princess leia that you couldn't do in the film yeah. because you just didn't have the actress uh yeah. but uh, as far as you know opie1 you haven't seen the that lego holiday special they do more with finn's character like in the first five minutes <laughs> than they did in all of the rise of skywalker like they finally fulfilled one of those things that was just lingering in that whole last movie that i was like i had to wait for the holiday special for this out of lego <laughs> and at least it's there so i count that movie as canon i don't care what anybody says <laughs> i will watch it I will watch it this weekend. <laughs> I will watch it. Now, you're talking about uh, Chaco or somebody mentioned earlier about the uh, games being, I think maybe Matt, uh, like a, a, a commercial for the movies. Well, that movie from the holiday special was clearly a commercial for this game and to still get hype up. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of those scenarios were probably going to be in that game. I I'm guessing the entire, you know, that whole, I won't give it away for Opie one here, but, you know, her whole journey. Uh, I can imagine at least there being some extra stages for that. So that's cool, though. I'm like, shut up and take my money. Lego. <laughs> not, not only that, but um, I, I love that. Like, because the, the assets are created. They create these these assets. Like, use them for more stuff. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely game for it. And I, I especially appreciate that since it is a different medium and has a different target audience they're able to do what they want they don't have to take it so seriously um like you know sometimes we have to remind people star wars ultimately like it's it's a family thing there's kids are in mind you know when it's being created before you want this like dark rated r thing um and Give so me i death troopers uh. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's one of the cool things is that since this is it is a lego property people 
it doesn't get the hate that other things would get if it were this campy. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I just think uh, I, I enjoy it. Uh, real quick, Kirsch asks, if Star Wars had a what if episode, what would you want the most? And I would say go back to my last episode because I actually just did a whole episode where me and some other people did a whole bunch of what ifs and it was a ton of fun. So um, stay here and watch this one. But <laughs> also go, go check out that one. Um, and, I know uh, mine, by the way, just off the top, just because this is what gets me every time I watch it. Go and I know it. a lot of people who are like Revenge of the Sith, they rewatch Revenge of the Sith and they just will Anakin not turn. For me, End of Empire Strikes Back, when R2 fixes the hyperdrive, I don't want that to happen. I want <laughs> kind of, I want that like kind of the, the tractor beam to get the Falcon to come in and see that, the struggle of Luke. That's what I yearn for that every time. And it never happens. So that would be my <laughs> what if. That's a good one. I have not seen anyone uh, mention that before. And so, yeah, I I love it. I love it. Um, also have uh, Exalt in the chat saying Lego games really helped me understand the movies as a child. And I pray it will help people enjoy and understand more of the sequels now as well. Exactly. Um, but as far as like the delays, I, I get it. I get it. But I also... I played Cyberpunk 2020, 2039, 3029, whatever, 2077. Yeah, 2067. I think 2077. And I eventually did hit a game breaking bug on my second playthrough. Um, But there's a lot of complaints of people like, this game wasn't ready, and they're, uh, but they're working their people to death, and like, you have to pick one, right? Because because COVID happened. Either you work all of them harder to make this deadline and potentially get more bugs, but you get the game and might need patches, or you wait and you get the the seamless product. I think like you got to you, you can't have both. You got to pick. And yeah, in consulting, a lot of times we'll or software development too. We'll talk about you can have it. You know, fast. You can have it. You know, good. You can have it cheap, but you can only pick two of those. Yeah. Like the other one's gonna blow up. You know, what, yeah. Whatever one you don't choose. And then the other thing, software development. I mean, you guys all know the uh, what was it, Million Man Month? Um, like you, you can't just be like, just hire more people. You can't just throw more people at the problem. <laughs> that that doesn't. You end up going slower because you have to organize more people. Yeah, nine moms can't have a baby in a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, oh, that boy Steve just joined. And yes, we were just talking about the Skywalker saga. And yeah, we're, we're all craving it. It'll be my very first one. So um, yeah. So just hire Element 7. It'll be done by Christmas. Um <laughs> Uh, that's he's too good for lego games we want it campy we don't <laughs> that's actually my fear though i don't want it to be too overdone in a sense um i love the like like jay kevin said i love the old games because literally like when qui-gon dies you just see x's on his eyes and he passes out like <laughs> and there's a grunt <laughs> but the look on obi-wan's face is so sad even for a lego character like I don't know. There's something just so wholesome about that. Darth Maul just 
the minifig comes apart, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so good. The trailer does look good, though, and they it does look very good. So, if the gameplay is as good as that, yeah, it's worthwhile, totally. Yeah, it's, side note I know you haven't played it yet, uh, Jacob, but I would absolutely watch a uh, a stream of you playing through Fallen Order for the first time. Oh, cool, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need a Twitch. <laughs> Element 7, which, by the way, the reason if you hired Element 7 to be done by Christmas is because he would just merge with the franchise and it would become one, uh, like in Allspark. No, but he's been part of many game development pipelines that have been delayed several times in alpha testing. Unfortunately, in the AAA, delays cost more money than it's worth. Um, there's a lot. There's There's a lot of stuff that's like behind the scenes behind it so i'm i'm just like, trust the process just let it let's let it happen you, you will know? learn patience <laughs> <laughs> i want to go um, home and rethink my life <laughs> <laughs> let's see hello there oh there we go. hello there legos that's why i'm here uh <laughs> I, I i just I, I love the the campy element and just the humor that they toss into it, that we we see in the commercials and stuff and um, definitely see a lot of it in the Lego Holiday Special. That's what makes me excited to to see more of them as they come. But uh, now that we've kind of talked about you know the the games and movies and the other aspects of Legos, which is has also done a lot to keep Lego relevant as a company, you know, um, I have uh, actually. Second lightning round, because I remember this happening when I was little, and it was just the most frustrating thing of all time. Uh -oh. You ask your parents for Legos, <laughs> and they bring you back Mega Blocks. Has that, has that ever happened to you? Do, do you remember those days? Uh, I, I like. We have Lepin, and Lepin is dressed to look like Lego, so. It's it's called Star Plan. It's a Millennium Falcon, but it's not a Millennium Falcon. They put Kylo Ren on the box, and it's it's almost targeted at like grandmas who don't know the difference. And they, you know, it's like, "Hey, little Timmy, happy birthday or Merry Christmas." And little Timmy is like, oh, "Thanks, Grandma." Like, yeah, I got a Tyco set one time, and. Yeah, not all the parts fit quite as well. Although there were some interesting parts that Lego didn't have at the time. So I used those, but I kind of, it was so lame. I was like, this isn't the real thing. But I was trying not to be a brat about it. I got this $400 off for you, Timmy. Like, <laughs> I got a great deal. <laughs> no wonder, Grandma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just remember, like, what? give me a mega, mega blocks and, like, it just like it just didn't fit and the colors weren't right and it was just like this like thing that just like sat in the box and you're like I can't throw it away but I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I will say they look like they've stepped up their game significantly since then, but I I can't bring myself to try it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the, the, the um... Halo, the Halo Mega Blocks. They're not bad because it's the property, I think, but I I get a couple like hauls of Lego. I just get, you know, by the bin. Um, every once in a while, and there's always a couple Mega Blocks or Lepin mixed in there, and you gotta pick them out. You gotta just dispose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, how, how about your guys's um, 
we'll talk about your guys's collection first of all what was the the favorite build that you've that you've been able to make um matt you go first so build on my own or build as in a set um <laughs> or both uh, either both whatever okay. the question means to you okay Let so your heart be your guide <laughs> of course of course so the, my favorite set that I own in my collection is my Lego Death Star. And you can kind of see it like peeking through right there. Um, the reason that it's my favorite set is because I got it a long time ago. I think it was in like seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade, but it was 400 bucks at the time. And for those of you who don't collect Lego, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> and it's worse now that inflation has gone up too. So yeah. Um, It'll it'll eat your wallet out as well as your heart. But I saved up so much money for it after my mom had encouraged me to do so. I was going to get a completely different set. I was going to get the Republic dropship and um, ATOT, I believe is what it was. And <laughs> little did I know that my mom was going to come up to me and be like, are you sure you want to buy that? don't you really want to save 200 more dollars and buy the Lego Death Star? You're already halfway there. And I'm like, mom, please. Like, <laughs> why are you making me question this choice? I think she thought at the time that if I got that set, it would be like the last one that I would get. I'd have one of the biggest ones and I'd be happy. No, that didn't happen. But I literally, I waited to build it for so long I even dragged out the process because I didn't want it to end. Like I did bag one, one day I did bag two, another day. Like I took my time to enjoy it. People are like, oh, I just want to build this set and have it all done. No, no, no. I want to savor the amount of money that I put into it. So $400 has got to get me like at least a week's worth of building Lego. Um, but it has a special place in my heart because you know, I saved every dime for it and it kind of taught me the value of a dollar in a sense too. And I'm, I was so proud to have it as a kid and I'm just as proud now that I was able to save up as much as I did way, way back then. But my favorite build that I've done is working on my Octu mock at home. Um, this big mountain. If you go and scroll back on my TikTok, you can find it quite a ways away, but it's at home. And it's not being worked on and it hasn't been worked on in a while. So it's collecting dust and my mom's about ready to throw it out the window. <laughs> but um, I would love to finish it at some point. It means a lot to me because I was able to work with a close friend on it for a while. Um, and I've never built something so big. If you're going to build a mock, my advice is to start small because this was a beast. And I'm nowhere even close to being done with it. So, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine... Uh, to someone that doesn't like isn't into Star Wars or Legos, you see, the, <laughs> you see, it's like a big green and brown mass. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. What is, what is this? <laughs> it's it's, it's a mountain. It's a, it's a mountain of Lego that I built from Star Wars. <laughs> it is the size of a wardrobe. I like it. I remember seeing it, and it's, it's, it's as big as it's me. not on a table. Yeah. <laughs> And Matt, that ATOT being a, like a holy grail set now. I know. Just I know, to, right? <laughs> I what was it two hundred dollars back then? It was two hundred fifty. If I'm remembering correctly, either two hundred or two hundred fifty, somewhere in that range. But yeah, thousand thousand dollars minimum now. I know. By, and they remade yeah. the Death Star. Don't even get me started, Opie. Don't even get me started. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it's it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. 
uh, at that point, Steve says, Mountain Fury can taste as good as Mountain Dew, so knockoffs aren't always bad, <laughs> which is true. And while we're on the same subject, some of those knockoff Lego figures look great. Heard you can make jewelry with them or something. Just a shout out to Far Far Away Factory. <laughs> if you see the creators with like Lego Star Wars earrings, you'll see, you know, having multiple General Grievouses. Um, if my ears were pierced, I would only wear Pong Krells. Uh, <laughs> um, I kidding, kidding. I would, I, I, I couldn't. Uh, I do love the. You know, <laughs> I've got it right here handy. We're twinning. We're twinning. Here, I'll send you mine and then you can put them on your ears. <laughs> or it could be Dragon Ball Z rules and you put one and one and then the other and then you guys merge. Um no, nah, just just uh Brooke makes the best stuff and yeah, you should check out Far Far Away Factory on um Etsy. Uh because we love supporting our friends. Um Jackson Bess, who I see in my lives, haven't seen him on one of these. He just built a, a Thor's new As Asgard set uh, last week, so that's super. That's super awesome. That uh, is going to be my first Marvel set, and the reason that is going to be the case is the TikTok writes itself. I live about an hour and a half away from <laughs> New Asgard, so by bro Thor, jump on my motorbike. And ride up to New Asgard on my motorbike. What? Like I can smell the viral video already. Yeah, I, it 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 must be done. Must be done. I just want that sentence written as a quote and hung on my wall. Like <laughs> I'm going to jump on my motorbike with Bro Thor and go to New Asgard and make a viral TikTok. Please. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> And were you gonna say something, Jacob? Sorry. <laughs> oh no, I'm just thinking another. You know, he's gonna have a viral and then another and another. Uh, Nerd Connor says, "Bro, when we meet Chaco, we're getting uh, your ear pierced." Um, <laughs> so these are always covered. I have so little earlobe. I do you see my earlobe? Do you see it? Where, where is no, it? No, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Some someday. Um, Connor also says me and Opie both live like an hour from from New Asgard. So, y'all y'all are neighbors. Y'all are neighbors. Um, but uh, Opie, how about how about you? What was your your favorite build? Uh, favorite build, without a doubt, for me, uh, because it was my kind. It was my Holy Grail set, and you can kind of see it just there, but it's really dark. Is my UCS Sandcrawler. Um, I think it was from like 2014 and they released the Sandcrawler again about four years ago, but it was nowhere near the size. But, um, but yeah, just like a Sandcrawler is meant to be huge, right? And the kind of the UCS one is, is awesome. Um, so yeah, we're hands down that one just because of like how iconic it is. Nobody ever talks about Sandcrawlers. <laughs> Yeah, they, they should. I think we talked about a little bit on um, last week on Diet and the Force because uh, the Sandcrawlers almost started a war uh, during the filming of A New Hope when people were like, is, is that a tank on the border? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so yeah, they got uh, sketchy for a little while. But um, how about you, Jake? Have uh, favorite build? My favorite build is oh, this side. Um uh... Red five, without a doubt, 
I've got three X wings, and uh, that's that's one my kids actually bought for me for a Christmas present, and so it's not me stealing theirs. But I just, you know, I've been a Luke Skywalker fan since the first movie came out when I was a, a little kid, and uh, I just I, I love that X wing. I, I mean, I love the Falcon, and there's a lot of other ships that I love. You know, I've got. Uh, forgot I'm not mirrored here. I, I've got, you know, a number of ships, many more that I couldn't show here tonight, but uh, it's just my favorite. Like, I, I, yeah, I love that X-Wing. Yeah. And have the you details, really... you're talking about like how these sets are getting so detailed. I didn't even realize how different the X-Wings are. Like I've got two that are from the sequel trilogy and even mm -hmm. they have quite a few different details. And I look at it compared to the ones in the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, it really is like this. And, you know, it's just in my head. It's like, oh, it's an X-Wing. But, you know, they all are, are different and they're very close to movie accurate as much as you can be for blocks. <laughs> Have just... you ever been tempted to pick up the Dagobah X-Wing? Just because it's stand when, the, when we've had so many versions of kind of Luke's X-Wing, the Dagobah one. With the yeah, I, one of these cool. days I'll probably want that and a couple of other versions um, just because, you know, I'll want to have them in different scenarios whenever I finally get to that level of, of actually you know showing them off back there but uh yeah i mean i, I don't think you could ever have enough uh red x-wings <laughs> <laughs> although i i really do love the design of, of the t-70s um that are the same models that we see in the sequel trilogy mostly um the one where it's like a half a circle for the uh for, mm -hmm. for the engine compartment uh which is yeah, I, I love how there's... Uh... I've got Poe's, well, two of them that Poe flew. I was a little upset he never flew that first one we saw in The Force Awakens. It just blows up. Like, we never see that one fly. Yeah. That one, it was, you know, black and, I don't know, I really wanted to see that one. I guess I could build it and just blow it up, make TikToks out of that, right? Take a bunch of Lego parts and you have it all blown up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... See, California, I said, I had the Dagobo one. I, I had the pieces for it still technically in my tub of Legos. Um, yeah, I have a Millennium Falcon too, but it's going to take me years to find all the parts. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's cool. Um, and so for me, and it kind of goes along the same lines with, with Jacob, um, my, for, <laughs> as part of my anniversary gift, my wife actually got me um the uh tie silencer uh as well as a u-wing set and it just has a special place because that was like you know it's back to ties me to this specific like time period and i i know um i have a uh, medicus uh the ucs the slave one is where it's at one of my favorites still um yeah it's i don't know there's just like something special about some of these builds. Jackson Best, I would have won an Arca 170 set from the prequels. Those are awesome ships. So, um, but some of these, I don't even know if there are sets. I, I actually, I believe that there is one for 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 that ship. Yeah, I have yeah, the there is a 195 Headhunter. I think that's what's yeah. called. Oh yeah, and. Uh... Yeah. That's what Mar Mara Jade flew. But we do see him in the Clone Wars in Season 6. Um, briefly. <laughs> Let's see. Do they have Lego Vectors yet? I hope 
we and and uh, Malik was in the chat earlier saying this. I hope that we start getting some High Republic Lego sets. I think that would be really really sick. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we go there eventually. The problem with that is definitely we need it, but it doesn't seem that Lego is in touch with like what Star Wars fans want or what Lego Star Wars fans want. And quite often they re-churn a lot of things. Yes. Like yeah. we got another X-Wing this year, Imperial Shuttle. You know, Clone Wars fans particularly just want kind of new stuff. And we got the gun chip, but it wasn't the gun chip that people wanted. It wasn't, it didn't have the figs that people wanted. So yeah, I think as cool as the High Republic stuff would be, I think it's a far reach right now for kind of what we're seeing, sadly. Yeah. I yeah. want to be wrong on that though. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And I think it would be awesome. I I love uh Star Wars, but unfortunately I haven't had the chance to get into the High Republic stuff as much. I love the comics. That's where I kind of sit with other canon stuff. Um the books I've gotten so far behind that like it's just so hard for me to catch up at this point. But I wish they would make stuff from the comics. I wish they would make stuff from all the books. It would be so cool. But you're right, Opie. It's just, it seems like it's not where the money's at for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. Like everybody, if you know what a <laughs> what those ships look like from those other eras, make mocks. And like, mm-hmm. if you get yep. the community rolling, if you get other people showing them off on Instagram, on YouTube and other places, like, Lego does, yeah. Lego does notice those things. Like they notice what the fans yeah. are saying often. Like I look back and I'm just so shocked that Lego made certain sets a couple years ago. Like the Rogue Shadow from The Force Unleashed was a Lego set at one point. Like that that blows my mind that they actually <laughs> made that. And then yeah, so that's that was really cool and then from battlefront 2 we got the um the two battle packs which i've got one of them right there but then from fallen order we've had nothing and you think like the the lego potential from fallen order even just a cal kestis um but then the what's the, what's the name of the ship they have and like how much of that has been mocked where it's because it's got the like the gyroscope feature yeah. through it, um, like perfect for Lego. But they've just they haven't they've never released a a fallen order set. Yeah. yeah. Like Cal says, the set I really wanted as a kid but never got was the Bongo submersible from Episode One. I I love that ship. Um, <laughs> Lego Starlight Beacon would be amazing. Uh, I got Ace in the chat says, uh, I think the most special Lego set I have is the, ni- the 2019 Millennium Falcon. I'd been saving it for so long. And at the beginning of this year, I finally got it. And it took me seven hours to build. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Love that. Some, seven of the best hours of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is like, I remember building things. You know what I mean? Like I remember, like it's not just time that's lost. I remember the process. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, for you, I would say this: putting on an audiobook as you're building, yeah, is the way to go. Um, and you'd also keep up on the ground stuff, uh, like <laughs> Tempest Runner, which is an audio drama that came out yesterday, and I finished it yesterday. Um, anyway, <laughs> that boy Steve, uh, lightning round. That boy Steve asks, 
after putting together your Lego things, how stressed do you get uh, with kids and pets around them? Or wives and girlfriends? (laughs) 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 Uh, How about you, Opie? Does uh, the wife ever come in there? You're just like, no, she's bad. No, she (laughs) she has no interest in it. Um, But no, uh, so my screen here on the other side of the screen is the door. So she literally only kind of comes in as far as that and says, there's a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Um, but cause I, this is my office. So that's mm. the other thing. Like this, I work from home. I do a lot of video calls. This all came about cause I wanted to have the most interesting background. Um, but I do have a dog. Uh, so my dog comes around the table and whenever I'm doing a live build, he always kind of seems to come on, but he'll come here and he's got a, a crazy mad swooshy tail and he just wipes out that kind of that <laughs> level there so yeah he he is the the biggest uh actually the second biggest the, the biggest uh challenge for all lego collectors when it's like this is dust as always so matt i fear what your actor is like if it's been months oh oh, oh no oh. I didn't think about so that. so luckily my mom <laughs> Because it's my mom and she is literally, I'm not even joking when I say she wants to throw it out the window. Like she's going to throw it out the window unless I get it out of my room. Um, (laughs) It's going to be in the front yard when I go home next time. I'm not even joking. But she threw a sheet over it to make sure that it didn't as much. But still, like even after I pick it up, like the sheet up, all the dust from the sheet, you have to be really careful. It'll just go right on over the set. So like... Even that sometimes doesn't work, but that's what mothers are for. <laughs> uh, Brooks says, I need a Lego BD1 or I'm going to riot. Cal, I want a Lego Mantis so bad. Mantis, that, that's, that's it, yeah. The Mantis. Yeah. So, so uh, one of the guys that Matt does a does stud buds with, Ethan, made a brilliant BD1 um, as like a buildable fig, and he's yeah it's when you see people doing that you're like come on lego just just give us it yeah <laughs> and uh how about you drake have since you build them with the kids they're probably more ginger with them but uh, you never know. release the craggle that's what i'm thinking but no i, I don't super glue anything um i i remember seeing a kid super glue his legos and i thought he was such an idiot when i was young i'm like why would you because now you can never rebuild that like that was my worldview. So I didn't tell him that. I just kind of kept that to myself. But um, since I mentioned I have a Millennium Falcon somewhere in pieces, uh, I got over that years ago. Like it used to really kind of stress me out. Now it's like uh, if it falls apart, hey, I know that I can find the uh, instructions on Brickset usually or somewhere and uh, I can rebuild it if, as long as I find all the parts. Um, we actually have like a huge container that I couldn't fit on the screen with all of our instruction booklets just like in them, like an archive. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't stress me out as much anymore. Okay. No, that's a great attitude to have. It's like, like the first scratch on a new car. You know what I mean? Like pisses you off. And then after that, it's like, ah, you know, I'll do my best to take care of it. But if it gets a little bump here and there, I'm not going to stress about it as much. So expanded question on that though. Just Jake Ever for you, because I know Matt's feelings on this. Um, but Matt gets more triggered by stickers to the point where he does not apply stickers to his Lego sets. Even the ones that come with it? Yeah, yeah. No, he 
Yes. No, I, <laughs> I'm very particular. I don't let my kids usually do the stickers, even if I bought the set for them. If it's my younger kids, I'm like, I'm doing those stickers. It's very particular. I'm also the one that puts all the screen protectors on the phones and all that stuff, right? Because I'm just, I, it needs to be exact for me, or I'm just never going to be able to look at it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I have a problem with stickers, and I just, I, I don't like decals if, especially if it's necessary and an integral part of the set to know exactly what it is. Like the new Darth Maul Ahsoka dual set on Mandalore. The fact that that chamber that Maul is in is a sticker. It, it bothers me to no end, especially because all the four plus sets that Lego makes, they don't include stickers in those sets. They just print them because it's kids four and up and they, they don't know how to apply a sticker. But for like something that you paid hundred dollars for, like the UCS Millennium Falcon, of course the plaque is a sticker and everything's a sticker. So it it, it bothers me to no end. Uh, my biggest threat with breaking Lego is myself. <laughs> um, sometimes like I'll just bump into something. I'm very clumsy, very Jar Jar Binks esque. Um, every once in a while, I'll do a drop test, which I, for those of you who don't know, is just dropping a Lego set and seeing how much it breaks because that's fun too. Um, I don't. I, I think the fact that Lego can break is what makes it so unique and cool. Like I would be so upset if I had an action figure model and it just broke into pieces and I couldn't repair it. But like Lego is meant to be put back together in a sense. I have a dog at home, but he's so old at this point that it doesn't matter. When he was a bit younger, though, he chewed up Mr. Krabs' head from my Krusty Krab set, and I just I could never live that down. And I just <laughs> destroyed the Krusty Krab and lost it to the Lego bin. So, yeah. <laughs> uh I, I love it um that, that's that's funny you say because yeah that's what makes uh you can argue that that's what makes the art valuable is that it's fragile um but then you start to sound like a uh naruto villain that likes to blow <laughs> things up um so <laughs> but you do you you do you it's, it's yep. all good um all right, so let's uh, let's kind of do the some of these these other ones where we talked about you know your your favorite build, um, which event also got into custom builds. Uh, I gotta ask, other than what you've already given us, what is uh, your most complicated build, and and what do you have coming up? Do you have any upcoming uh, builds? Um, we'll go to. Uh, Go to Opie first. He's gonna look around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think some of the new buildable stuff they're doing. So you can see the kind of the buildable R two D two. The it's it's UCS, but it's not really UCS. Um, it has a strong Technics core, which is some con somewhat controversial for some Lego collectors, not me. Um, but yeah, something like that. Uh, just because. Can I ask what that means? I'm sorry. It's the which part? The Technics part. Yes. So obviously you have Lego and you have Lego Technics. It's all part of the same brand. But if I, I'll show you. But it's gonna be a great demonstration. So inside this dude, I'm not going to take them apart. But rather than being kind of built totally of bricks, they use Technics parts. So Technics quite often for like the big vehicles, which are probably more adult. Um, but um, it's somewhat controversial. Some people see it as controversial because they see Technics and Lego bricks should be kept apart. Like Technics is Technics and Lego is Lego. 
uh, or Lego bricks or Lego bricks. So it's this whole thing. But yeah, for me, it, it doesn't doesn't matter. They're, they're Lego and they go from there. But Lego obviously show us how to build through their visual instructions, which are just basically pictures. And the, the 3D impression of this and the Technics parts inside so difficult to follow like the build itself is not actually difficult it's just kind of figuring out what it's trying to tell you um <laughs> to kind of put it on but also um like you get like the buildable yoda which is up on the shelf up there like the, the layering of it it's a, it's a technique that we've never really seen in kind of star wars collectibles before where you to build that kind of depth of texture into his robe and stuff which is very adult um it's just something we've never seen before. So yeah, it's, I don't know if it's difficult, but it's it's certainly time and effort consuming and you have to pay attention. Like usually if you're skimming through the instructions books, you will miss those odd little pieces and they make the difference. Ah, that's cool. I, I love it. And it, and it looks like uh, like Jack, Jackson Bess is probably uh, <laughs> agreeing with you. No, but that, R2 looks awesome. I see how his, his head is like spinning and stuff as well. And um... It does. And he's got his little periscope. It, there's also a Luke's lightsaber in there as well. So it's kind of Return of the Jedi accurate. But the one thing they didn't do, and I know it doesn't kind of align with Lego, is they could have made Luke's lightsaber spring-loaded so that it popped out. Mm. That would have been perfect. But, you know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can uh, always mod it. Um how about you, Jacob? Uh, probably, and it's one of the ones that I debated even bringing back here to show tonight, and I was like, ah, this might fall apart. It's uh, the the clone turbo tank set with the, it's got, I think, 10 wheels and different parts that, and I'm looking like, that set's ridiculously expensive now. So I bought some of these Clone Wars sets when they were first on the shelves, and they were like normal prices, which are still too high, but you know, I normal now, price is two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So these are wow. But that's where we got like our my uh, Ahsoka, you know, figure and a lot of these others. Um, my kids mostly put that together, so I I got to you know hear the frustration from them, but they had a good time doing it. It's probably the most complicated <laughs> one. Awesome. Oh, and then uh, sorry, I was also asking uh, upcoming. Uh, do you have anything coming up? Anything for me, no, because I'm broke. But Christmas time, probably. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have to be very picky and choosy. Now that I've you know made a couple of bucks doing some of this kind of stuff, like I've actually invested that in a couple of sets. So like, but they're small right now because that's you know my budget. So like, I built um, a couple of. In fact, one of these uh, X wings behind me I actually built on. Uh, one of my lives on TikTok. So probably we're going to start looking at the kids Christmas list again, because they all do a Amazon list and then we'll, I'll pick from there, which ones I want them to have, you know, air quotes uh, <laughs> that I'll display for them forever. So. No, I, I love it. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like any, any bit of anything that I get from like TikTok or these videos or whatever, None of it goes to me. All of it goes to like getting books <laughs> so I can make more content or lights or like, you know, upgrading my camera or action. Sorry, I said lights, camera, and I had to say action. <laughs> um, but 
no it's it's been it's been a lot of a lot of fun because you know when the wife looks at me i'm like what i i mean it, we, we crowdsourced it you know <laughs> don't don't look at me uh <laughs> uh how about how about you matt uh so upcoming we'll do upcoming builds first I have a lot to do. I have a big backlog um, just because I have a new job that I started working a couple months ago and I've been moving around as well, just taking my collection with me. I'm like a traveling Lego content creator at this point, but this isn't even everything that I have because like I said, a lot of it's still at home along with my Octumok, which needs to be worked on. But I have behind me, it's too heavy to pick up, but there's a UCS Falcon here, which is my Holy Grail set that I cannot wait to put together. That whole bag back there is full of Lego. I have an Obi-Wan's hut. I have a sailboat, which is the Star Wars, but it's cool. Um, I have a Mandalorian gauntlet fighter. Uh, there's some other stuff in there as well, but stay tuned on TikTok to find out what that is. So I try to build everything on a live, and that also kind of sets me back in time for getting things done. And like you guys, I invest what I gain kind of back into the content. So I have a list of you know, how much I've made on a live versus how much I can spend. And I'm not just buying Lego for me anymore. I'm buying it to share with other people on a live stream and give us something to do. Cause I feel like if somebody's donating to me in a live stream, I want to put it back to them and, and reinvest it in a way that they saw fit to give it to me for. So yeah, it, it's awesome. Like it's so much fun to be able to have enough money to do that. But the hardest thing that I've ever built is actually kind of a funny story as well. Um, <laughs> When I was a kid, I got the motorized ATAT, and there's a motor in it, uh, basically all Technic built. And uh, Opie did a great job explaining that. There's a lot of like action features that Technic allows Lego bricks to be able to do because bricks just kind of stack on one another, whereas Tec Technic has like interlocking brackets and axles and stuff like that and motors. There's a lot of mechanized systems within it. So this motorized ATAT. I built when I was like 10 years old and I got it for Christmas, but lo and behold, it never walked. Like it never actually just walked. And I always thought that was weird. I always thought it was funny that it always just kind of leaned to one side. Well, little did I know, uh, Lego TikTok taught me that it's supposed to walk. And I never realized that I built it wrong when I was 10 years old. So the batteries actually just ran out of it. So it's the perfect opportunity to rebuild the thing and build it correctly this time because there are so many different gears in it that make it actual, actually able to walk. So that's a side project that I have to work on as well. Putting back together my motorized ETAT. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Element 7 says, Matt looks like he's in a prison, <laughs> but but a, Le a Lego building slave labor factory prison. <laughs> They're finding us out. They're finding us out. Oh no! <laughs> no, it does look like I live in a Lego dungeon. But I mean, my my brick wall isn't as scary in real life as it looks like just through the lens of a camera. I promise. <laughs> it looks industrial grade. I know, but it's it's a lot more friendly and open once we're here. <laughs> no, I, I love it um all right so le let's just kind of uh we'll do the last question kind of wrap things up uh well i guess this last couple of questions um aren't legos for kids uh and uh obviously i don't believe this but 
if you guys get this, I I, I want to hear you know what what your thoughts are on it, um, as well as what these builds mean to you. And then let me know if you have any closing thoughts. And again, let the good people know where they can find you. Um, we'll go to uh to Matt first. Oh boy! Wow. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. Um, let me know if you need a repeat. <laughs> what was what was the first part of that question? <laughs> First one is, aren't Legos for kids? Oh, oh, okay. Yes, they are. Um, but the thing is, like, I'm still a kid. Like, there's a kid that lives inside of me. Like, I've never grown Operating up. Operating you with controls. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. It's like Power um, Rangers. And- <laughs> exactly. I'm not the only one that thought that. <laughs> I'm just a big robot. I'm just, that's all. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, seriously, like, aren't we all just kids at heart like who love star wars like the older i get i realize that all adults are just kids like we all still don't know what's really going on in a, in a large part um, of our lives and you know fake it till you make it right like that's that's life and as a kid you always look up to those people but then when you get to that point you're like wow now i have the money to be able to buy what i actually want and like Lego is something that I still love and I love the stories behind Star Wars and of course I'm going to buy Lego because like I said in the very beginning it allows me to have an escape from the chaos of this world um, and it certainly is right now especially um, I I just I've I got out of it for too long when I was in college to realize that I don't think that I will ever go through another point in my life where I'm not collecting Lego. And it's because when I look back, it's such a nostalgia for me. It literally takes me back to my childhood. I can tell you, and you guys alluded to this as well earlier. I can remember every single set that I built, when I built it, what I was feeling at the time, who gave it to me, if it was a gift or when I bought it and how much it was like, it literally, it's like I grab a hold of something like Cal Kestis (laughs) in fallen order and i can like look back and see through the past with it i don't know it's just a really cool feeling and that's cool it, i like it, that it's also my escape with star wars um like like i mentioned like i love star wars and this is my outlet for it so as new stuff is coming out like the mandalorian i'm of course going to get a razor crest like who wouldn't who's a who's a hardcore star wars especially a lego fan um so that's what it kind of means to me and then Looking oh well to address to completely address the the Legos are for kids, I get it a lot. Um not as much as I used to. I used to get a lot more in my uh in my video comments, but like who's ever gonna the, the people who are judging you for something that makes you happy, just brush them off. They're not worth your time, genuinely. Like if something like Star Wars or Lego or something else brings you so much joy. Don't let anybody ever take away that joy from you, seriously. And for the kids who are told by their parents, oh, grow up, stop playing with Legos. I was literally told by my dad at the dinner table one day, why do you still build with Lego? It's never going to make you any money. And here I am. (laughs) And it's literally making me money. (laughs) So (laughs) your passion drives your future, if that makes any sense. And you can do whatever you want. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, and then, um, and I like how you kind of tied in what, what building it means for you with the with that whole thing. Uh, so 
lastly, I mean, if you have any closing thoughts, feel free to share. But uh, where can we oh. find you? Oh, you guys are awesome. Like, it, it, this community is what keeps me involved. Like, the Star Wars community, the Lego community, it, it's kind of this cool qu- crossover right now on TikTok as well. Like, I don't know. You guys are awesome. I know Opie from TikTok. Him and I have talked a few times. Keep it up, man. You're doing an amazing job. Never stop. I love to see you grow. You're great. Um, Jake, have I watch you all the time on TikTok? I don't know if you know this. Like, you're always on my FYP, genuinely. Yes. And when I learned that that. you loved Lego, because I think you commented on one of my videos where you were in a live stream at one point. I forget, but we had a brief interaction. I'm like, wait, he likes Lego too. I think you might have even posted a video about it, and I was like, unlock. You need to do more of that. You're an amazing guy and never let the haters get to you. You're doing Thank great you. things. Um, and it's always great to, to hear about like parents being able to build Lego with their kids. I genuinely hope one day I can do that. Chaco, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always <laughs> a blast. Um, I love watching your TikTok videos. For so long, I genuinely thought like, oh, I know so much about Star Wars canon. And then you come around and I'm like, oh, I knew nothing about Star Wars canon. Um <laughs> So keep rocking it. Keep doing what you do. You make a lot of people happy and uh, you, you keep. You make keep... a lot of people mad too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean. Just the ones that need to be mad, I think. Usually if you're doing something right, you're going to make somebody mad, right? Like that's the way. It they goes. were already mad to begin with. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're an outlet for their pain. Um, but yeah, keep doing what you're all doing. You guys rock. You can find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And uh, yeah, I'm always doing something. Awesome. I love it. Um, I, I just got to uh, you know, pull out, you know, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you weren't a kid once. So why can't you still be one? And then um, my favorite, because I often think about this, is Element 7 says, my Legos are silly. So <laughs> go off with your fantasy football. I, <laughs> I, I when going to Comic-Con, the guy that was driving my Uber was like, so you're going to pay money to go into a place where you can buy more stuff. <laughs> and I was like, yes. have you ever been to a baseball game or like, yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't, what do you, if, if, if your favorite team, all the players were in one place and you can go meet them and there was <laughs> merchandise there and other people that like it and all this stuff, would you want to go? absolutely why are you wearing a jersey is that cost is that cosplay you know i never thought about yeah jerseys is cosplay but that's what that is it's a great point if, if you put on a jersey to watch a game that's the same as putting on a star wars shirt and watching a movie it's the same exact thing you know literally no difference but um how about you, Obi Wan? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? You know, what do the, these builds mean to you? And aren't Legos for kids? <laughs> so I'll address that one first. No, they're not. Um, I, I really take Matt's point, but I also have a kind of a different view on it. I think they have a lot to offer adults as well. I think they they appeal and they, especially now, that Legos kind of they're clicking onto this. They're realizing that the A fall market is a thing whether it's you know it's for themselves or it's to buy for their kids it's still the adults that buy it so why not when they're buying something for their kids why don't we make something that they can buy for themselves too or their kids can turn around like jk have had there um and i yeah so like for me it's 
it's absolutely about immersing myself in the fandom and the, the media a lot more. And, you know, you talked about the Lego games doing that, you know, when, when a set comes out and it has like Imperial Pilot 1, like, right, okay, well, who is Imperial Pilot 1? You know, let's go and have a look at it. And, you know, it, who do they fit? And I notice a lot of things from those sets that sparks interest. And I'll de- you know, dive a little deeper into kind of, well, what, where does that fit in the films and the shows and whatever that may be. But, yeah, it's a, it's a way for me to kind of be part of it, but also to learn more about, you know, the, those characters and who things are. Because there are a lot of kind of Lego figs that... They, the kind of the characters have the briefest of moment on screen and you know they got that and i wouldn't even know that character existed as a character rather than a named person um finch dallow being the kind of the epitome of that um from uh last jedi I don't think he's even named as a character in the last jedi but he's the pilot in the bombing run at the beginning and he, in the original set of that, they just made a random pilot. And then about a year into its release, they switched it and made Finch Dallow as an actual character. That figure is now worth £400 or about $500 because like there are so few of them and it's that high in demand. But, but yeah, I just, it allows me to immerse myself in there. And then I think, you know, again, as Jake have said that, you know, I'm looking to kind of start a family imminently. And I just think like when my kids grow up to kind of introduce them to that, you know, no matter, and there's never been a better time. It doesn't have to be Star Wars. It could be Harry Potter. It could be Marvel. You know, we just got the Winnie the Pooh set. I'm really tempted to go and buy the Winnie the Pooh set because it, it is a one-off. And I think, you know, five, 10 years down the line, my, you know, we all grew up at some point watching Winnie the Pooh. We all love that character and those set of characters. So it's just, it, it can mean different things at different times, but I, you know, recognize that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I love that. Uh, Cal Forces jersey or <laughs> jerseys or cosplay, fantasy football is D and D. But real, real quick though, I, I do want to. You know, I would disagree with the jerseys. Everything was spot on, which is totally cool. If you disagree, I do want to say it doesn't mean I I don't love sports. Like my my dad is from Chicago. Growing up in the nineties. The dad from Chicago. We all had Chicago Bulls jerseys. We'd have people on uh, over for games. We'd go outside and we'd shoot hoop like before and after the game. And it was a lot of fun. But it's the same feeling of that like, this is a special moment and I want to be part of it. You know, yeah, I, I may be wearing a, a Tony Kukoc jersey and, and shooting ball. And I, I'm not him, but like having this experience with my friends and family who love this thing and we're just we're just coming together as a community and having a great time that's more that's more what i mean i don't mean it as an insult i mean it as a don't put people who enjoy this down because we're all after the same thing we're all seeking the yeah. same thing it's the same social catalyst essentially isn't it that's yeah it's an it kind of brings people together yeah cuz as you said that i was thinking back to growing up in texas uh, in the you know, 80s and 90s and all the young guys that would have like Troy Aikman jerseys or Mm -hmm. Michael Irving jerseys and a lot of these uh, different uh, people. And I almost called them characters just now because of the the context (laughs) that we're in. But like they want to be those guys and that there's nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. Um, and also, again, thank you for sharing, uh, Obi Wan. Uh, let us know where we can find you and your your content, your sure. ever growing thank content. Yes, and by, uh, by the way, let me just say, uh, I've seen you in the comment sections of my videos for a long time, and I've I've only caught a handful of yours. Uh, before someone was like, you should have open, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know he made content. He's mm -hmm. super chill. Like, I like that. I love that dude. And so I'm I'm happy that that we could that we could do this. That's me too. Know, just super me cool too. for me. Time is a thing. It's that thing. You know, I get up in the morning, and all of the American creators are long in bed. <laughs> Their videos are hours long. Opie, you I'm guys then bed. get up, but you're not in bed because <laughs> Matt and I, Matt and I would. I would get up in the morning on a Friday. Matt would be staying up for the release of the Bad Batch. We'd watch it, <laughs> talk about it for about fifteen minutes, and then Matt would go to bed. So uh, yeah, but um, awesome. no, it's uh, it's nice to hear. But yeah, very much on TikTok. Um, so OP One, as you kind of see down here, that's kind of my handle. Couldn't get that handle on Instagram, so the one uh, the I is replaced with the one, and also on. Um, youtube as well where i have like a sunday evening stream a little bit like this but as i said right at the beginning tiktok doesn't like it when i talk about other things so i use youtube with that um to um talk to various creators about kind of all things nerd fandom so yeah awesome well, i mean if, if you have a space for me i'd, I'd love to join some sunday yeah, yeah. but uh yeah. I, I love it here thank you for joining me um, so when I was younger, I literally would be in all uh, Allen Iverson gear, emulating him on the court, even though I'd never be him. That, uh, I mean, that was a great person to be. He's the epitome of the, uh, you know, you miss every shot you don't take. <laughs> uh, those, those are just some great basketball days. Um, all right, last but certainly not least, we have Jake Kevin Parker. Uh, so are Legos for kids? Well, I've got news for everybody that may not know this. Star Wars is for kids, right? Like it's always been for kids and the kid inside of us. That's just the way it's been. And so when people say, oh, I don't like this show because this show's made for kids, but I like this other show that is also animated or, you know what I mean? Like also made for kids, but they were a kid when they started loving that thing. And so to them, it's like, that's for an adult because that's the way they see themselves now, right? I have been, you know, Star Wars has been a thing since I was a baby and was being, you know, dragged to the, uh, well, in a car to the drive-in movie theaters and stuff to see the early, you know, first uh, movies. And so at the same time is when I started getting into Legos as well. So yeah, it's for kids and adults. Like, I love how they started putting, instead of like ages, you know, eight to 18, it's like eight to 99, right? Like, and even people older, like they, maybe they could do even, you know, three digit there, but uh, yeah for kids and there's not a problem with that some of my best memories as a kid was just me alone playing legos that may sound sad to some people but you know i was the only no, kid for you. most of my growing I'm up sad. i had an older half brother that moved out pretty when i was pretty young and so just living out in the country there weren't even a lot of kids within walking or biking distance so i just i would play legos and i cherish those memories like I just really enjoyed those. So now that I have kids and I'm able to do that with my kids, it means even more to me. Um, it's the hardest part of it is when I buy a set for TikTok, but I, 
I want to let my kids put it together because <laughs> I want to do it, but I'm like, no, no, I'm an adult. I can let my kids put it together. I can let them have this joy that I've had all my life. So, uh, yeah, that's the way I look at that. The other thing about Lego too is, um, I don't think a lot of people realize this. I was just looking up stats. Uh, I think as of last year, they're the highest revenue earning toy company in the world. They, I know they've been in the top three for Zero a long surprise. time, but they yeah. only make Legos, if you think about that. Now, I mean, they make movies and things like that, too, now, but they don't make, like, Mattel is number four, I think. They make a ton of toys. Hasbro's number three. Lego's number one. And it's started when, I mean, they really started turning things around with the Star Wars content, uh, Legos, and then all these other franchises. So, yeah, it's it's big. <laughs> yeah. Go. Two sets of each. You're right. But all my kids want to like, like, okay. So like I have this Mandalorian set. I don't have the razor crest. And when I do get it, I'm just going to blow it up for a TikTok because, <laughs> uh, but then I'll rebuild it and I'll get to do it. But, uh, you know, I've got little baby Yoda and, and, uh, and that stuff, but I let my kids put that together. Now I had to help fix it. So there's at least, you know, I got some of that. Cause it was my like eight and 10 year old that did it. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's everybody that wants to enjoy it enjoy it if somebody gets on your case for liking lego or star wars or whatever it is you like those people have problems bigger than you yeah and, and I, <laughs> I find them sad like i, I kind of go oh i'm so sorry for you like that you feel that way like somebody called me a sad old man and i did it <laughs> and I, I you know did thor calling his dad you're an old man and a fool and i cast you out you know just for fun but I'm not a sad old man. I'm a middle-aged man who has a lot of fun. Uh, I've met a lot of awesome people on TikTok and, and these. By the way, uh, Opie One, I followed you now because uh, I realized I wasn't. So, um, so many cool people in this community that's really in inspired my love for Star Wars even more. Like, and and Star Wars Legos because I wasn't buying as many sets for me as I am now that I can build some on screen, right? Like on on a live. So. Um, yeah, no, I just appreciate the community so much. I, I just, everything like that Matt said and Obi-Wan said. I have to say as well, Lego and TikTok, especially Lego Star Wars, they go so well together. Like we do the build, but then the random comments that spark a new video Mm -hmm. are the best and you've just kind of prompted it because I've got my rancor here and anytime I break the rancor out, I'd like does good on views. But people are like, See how many Grogu's you can get in his mouth. And I've got like four Grogu's. So I put them in and like, it does like 30,000 views because people just want to see me putting Grogu in there. They're like, right. Well, I'll have to how many the Rancor how many out and do that. That's good. I like that. <laughs> we'll have, a, uh, we'll have a, a competition to see kind of how many of what we can get in the Rancor's mouth. That's awesome. I'll start with this guy. I'll put him in there first. <laughs> That will go down well. <laughs> I do want to play him in Lego Star Wars, though. Like, I, I don't know if they'll have like animated characters in there, but in, in the new, you know, complete saga. But if they have Pong Krill, I, I'm this guy's going to body so many other characters when you unlock him. Clone Wars DLC. Uh, so, someone in chat, I have not checked, I have not fact to check this, so I apologize. Um, but they said there is potentially. 500 playable characters in this in this coming game uh which looking at it and seeing how many they've had in past games and how much bigger this is 
I fully believe. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. As far as, um, oh, and then uh, where can we find you? Um, mostly on TikTok is this my biggest channel, but I'm trying to grow my YouTube and Twitter presence. It took me like 12 years to get to 4,000 followers on Twitter. And now I'm like, now I'm going to quit doing the business stuff and actually focus on this fun stuff. And that's actually going okay. So uh, Linktree has everything. And I'm J. Kevin Parker. J is just my first initial. That's why I put it there because Kevin Parker is a very common name. Uh, so, but that's my social handle on everything except YouTube, which is Epic Worldview. Ah, I love it. I love it. And um, hopefully I'll be reaching out to you again soon. I actually, I want, I, I want to also start doing Marvel, um, DC, just other geek content on my YouTube as well. And I'm going to see if I can get some, uh, some of my favorite creators of all time to join me in discussing it. And hopefully uh, Shang-Chi can be the, the catalyst for it. So um, I may be reaching out to you shortly uh, on that one, but we'll. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Finally. Uh, yeah. The other people I'm reaching out to have already seen it like a while ago. And I was yeah, like, I didn't get it's, invited it's upsetting. to that one. Uh, but yeah, that's a whole side topic. As far <laughs> as our Legos for kids, the thing I have to say is, Rosebud. Um, if you don't know, that's a Citizen Kane reference, and that movie it means a lot to, to a lot of people because on his deathbed, he thought about the thing that he loved as a child. Are Legos for kids? Yes. Does that matter? No. And what's more than that, and um, obviously this is my opinion my perspective is we don't stop loving the thing that we loved as a child we never stop loving the thing that we loved as a child and you know uh maturity is a weird thing because old guys laugh at fart jokes still right <laughs> so so like uh, what is yeah, what do. is maturing really but like you know uh childhood persevering but when I think about it, you know, I, my mind goes back to video games. They were fa they were for kids, right? And you were young if you played video. Are they now? No. You know why? Because when we were growing up, they didn't exist in the generation before us. So they didn't get them as a kid. So they don't care about them and they don't like them. The stuff that they got as a kid, oh, that's what everyone loves, though. You know? Uh, it's in, I, I don't know, I just find it fascinating how many people can love something or have a thought on something, but never stop and ask, why do I love this? Why is this my, my opinion on it? And when you break it down, it's it's just as simple as that. Nostalgia. You, yeah. Nostalgia is literally the most profitable thing on the planet. That's why all the studios keep repeating things, right? And sometimes they hit it really well. Sometimes they don't. But they're banking on nostalgia, and it's powerful. And South Park did a full series on it. So uh, member berries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> member. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, thank you, everyone, for, for joining. This, this was a, a blast. Um, 
and this is this might be the most wholesome episode I've ever done, but it was just also it looks like Grogu is sitting on top of J. Kevin Parker's head, which <laughs> which has just been making me super happy. I'm hoping he's not very hungry. He's just he's peeking through the part in his hair like he's uh, an explorer coming through the bush. Um, he wasn't no. up there five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I've I've. I've been following, you know, you guys. You guys make excellent content. Um, keep it going. Keep doing what you love. Keep sharing your love and joy. I think that's just the most beautiful thing. And I appreciate you um, and everyone that's that's joined us here in the chat. Um, also, shout out to everyone that's going to be listening in the future. Uh, I, I appreciate all of you guys as well. Um, we just want to spread joy. We we have fun. We love doing things. We want you to enjoy. All of us here have talked about how if we get money doing creating these things, it makes us want to create more stuff for you guys to enjoy with us. Like it's, I don't. It's it's interesting. Um, Positivity is certainly contagious. All it takes is a smile. Yeah. Rebellions are, <laughs> rebellions are built on hope <laughs> anyways i'll go ahead and end it there i appreciate all of you and may the force be with you always thank you